Good Riddance 2020 edition of Belmont Buzz. I'm your host, Joanna Jubilis, and today's show is being brought to you via Zoom due to the ongoing COVID pandemic and the current spike in cases. So we are broadcasting by Zoom. We have about 10 participants today, and everyone who's on is going to share their thoughts on 2020 send their good riddance message to 2020 and their hopes for 2021. I will kick it off by first saying that um, I am not going to miss these. I'm really hoping that these can be a thing of the past at some point in 2021 because I really don't like not being able to see people's whole faces it, it has to have its pros, though. Um, as a woman, we don't have to put makeup on from the nose down. <laughs> anyway, um, I also I also will say some good things came out of 2020, like like some unique holiday gifts that I'm getting people, like this travel mug and these ornaments. I had these ornaments made. 2020, good riddance. The year we hope to wipe away, and it has this toilet paper here. So um, I will also say that um, I'm hoping in 2021, I can go to a store to buy toilet paper and find it. That was one thing I did not like about 2020. I didn't like not being able to find a common household item like toilet paper or tissues or um, paper towels and antibacterial gel and, and wipes. That was, that was uh, frustrating. Um, and the other thing is, I will say there were some pros. The, one of the pros of 2020 that I hope continues is the birthday parades. I think that's a great new tradition. Uh, spending time with family, of course, is, is, is one good thing that came out of this COVID pandemic and being quarantined in our homes. Um, con, gaining weight. I did not like that. I did gain weight. So um, I'm hoping that in 2021, I can get back to what I was before this whole pandemic even though, you know, it's hard to go to the gym these days, but I'm going to do it. And um, I would love freedom to travel wherever we want, whenever we want. Um, I want to get together with friends and near and far without limits or restrictions and have peace on earth. So that is my good riddance 2020 message and hopes for 2021. And now I'm going to turn it over to my good uh, friend, and a, a friend around town to many is Dante Mazzioli. And Dante, uh, he's, he's recovering from a little bit of surgery, um, but he's gonna be fine. And he's also responsible for all the hope signs around town. And I'm gonna let him do the rest of his intro. Dante, you're on. All right, thanks, Joanna. And uh, hello to everybody that's on the Zoom call and the people this is uh, reaching. Uh, yeah, 2020 was, uh, was a rough year. It's something that was uncharted waters or something we didn't uh, expect. We, we, you know, we were dealing with the unexpected. We, we didn't really handle it. Um, we didn't really handle it probably as well as we could have. But in fairness to the people who are trying to handle it, they, 
really didn't know much about it. So that was a real challenge. Uh, when, I, when that first happened, everybody was uh, extremely scared. Everybody in the environment was, uh, it was rough out there. We, we operate a, uh, a central business. We have a landscape construction business. We do work for some of the Boston hospitals. So we're out there all the time and just to hear everybody's thoughts and uh, just looking at everybody's faces was, was, was kind of rough. Um, so the, the hope signs, uh, I don't know, something, I started buying a hundred hope signs and then it turned into a 200 and then it turned into like a 900 hope signs when people would know that we were, we were uh, giving them away and uh, we put them on people's lawns. You saw them in Belmont center on the businesses and, and it was just the hope. Little did I know that it was going to take this long to recover my wildest dreams. I never thought it would take this long to recover because I could have made the frames a little heavier so they would withstand uh, almost a, you know, uh, uh, 10 months of, of what we're going through. Uh, we could have plasticized them. Uh, I made them out of plastic too, but we, we thought it would be quick and over. But it taught, it taught us a long a lesson, a hard lesson that we are so blessed people. We are so lucky for what we have. We things we took for granted for we should never take for granted for it was kind of a big wake up call for us all. So if 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 it's done that for some of that's it's accomplished some positive things if there is any positive. But I can't find I always try to find the, the sun through the clouds and now uh, so what it's done for me and and I, the people that I know, it's it's uh, it's made us appreciate our families, uh, our, our close friends, uh, uh, how blessed we are to live where we live, how how lucky we are to be in uh, the United States of America and have the freedoms that we have, because a lot of those things have been snatched up for us. So um, uh, well I, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be sweet. And short with this whole thing, um, I'm a little underneath the weather, but uh, I just want to tell you that I hope we can all live together. I think one thing that we've learned that whether we're left or right or we're black or white or whatever we are, we're all Americans and we're all need to live together. And somehow, we're just like a marriage, we need to find a common denominator that keeps us, it keeps the, the hope in our eyes and it keeps uh uh, positive thoughts rather than negative. So that's what it's done for me. I will. I, I I miss seeing my grandkids as much as I saw them before. Though I do see them, I I practice. I'm pretty conscious about the mask and, and things like that that we we need to do. Uh, the businesses are certainly off. The landscaping businesses are really off that much, but the ice cream store certainly is uh is is off. But uh, you know we need to learn to grind our way through this whole process and uh, and find the pleasure of doing nice things for, for other people. That's what how I got through it. So uh, God bless you Thank all. You. 2021 will be so much better for us. I look for the time you can all sit at uh, outside the ice cream store and we'll bring some treats out. And uh, it, they said the Corona 19, while the Corona, it should be the Corona 21 for me because that's how much weight I've gained. So I need to get back on the program. When you're bored, you sit around and eat, I find out. And uh, I don't like to do that. Uh, I do like to eat, but I don't like to be bored. So God bless you all. I'm going to sign you. out for some reason. But 
I, I look forward to talking to you all and uh, and sharing some beautiful times and memories with you in the future. Be well. Be well. Bye-bye. Thank you. Ed Kazanjian, I'm going to call on you next. Just make sure you unmute your microphone. What are your uh, thoughts that you'd like to share on 2020 and your and your hopes for 2021? You are still um, muted, so make sure you unmute. There you go. Hi, Joanna. Thank you. Um, 2020. Uh, uh, I guess for myself, selfishly, it feels like uh, as an old timer that I've lost a year of uh, family and grandkids and going to their sporting events and missed out on several trips that we had planned to uh, uh, Italy and Dalmatian coast, Japan. Um, but uh, I was able to golf eventually once they realized that golf was an essential business um, and get out with some friends that way. But I really miss seeing all of my uh, family group and people that we would meet with regularly, play cards, go to the movies, go out to dinner. But the families really took it on the chin, uh, particularly families with little children missing school, uh, proms, uh, graduations, and all the sporting events and music events and time with their peers, mostly, and family members as well, and family vacations, all those things they'll never get back. Um, And finally, I guess, as I said, was my life as a retiree was interrupted. Um, I think it's the people who worked every day during these pandemics, doctors and nurses and uh, grocery clerks and landscapers, as Dante said, and uh, delivery drivers. Uh, They deserve a lot of credit and all those people who were so-called non-essential, who didn't work and lost income, et cetera. uh, They were the ones that were really most devastated and the most uh, that I uh, feel bad for during this past year. 2021, I think, with um, Trump's warp speed vaccine imminent, uh, we'll hopefully, when we eventually get through the next several months and they figure out who's eligible to get this and when, uh, we'll make things uh, a lot better. And hopefully by the second half of 2021, we can uh, get things back to whatever the new normal is until we find out that there's a mutation of this thing next year, who knows? But um, I'm hopeful for 2021 and I'm looking forward to the getting through these next three months of solitude and then getting back out on the golf course in the spring. That's about it. Well said, Ed. And for those of you who do not know Ed Kazanjian, he's a longtime Belmont resident. He is a former town meeting member. He's a retired superintendent. What public school was it? System? Yeah. Assistant superintendent. Assistant superintendent. Never wanted the big job. What town was that in again? Uh, Westwood. Yes. And he is a regular columnist for the Belmont Citizen Herald, Obiter Dictum. So be sure to read his column in our paper. Speaking of columnists, I am going to turn this over to John Colas next, who is also a columnist 
for our newspaper, our local weekly newspaper, the Belmont Citizen Herald. And he is also going to uh, finish his own intro. John, tell everybody about yourself and then share your thoughts on 2020 and hopes for 2021. Good morning. Uh, I'm a longtime Belmont resident now, over 25 uh, years. Joanna and I, my wife, Joanna, uh, raised our two children here. And um, okay, 2020. Um, not sure how much I can really offer about 2020 that others won't won't say, right? I mean, we all know what it, it was. Um, and I know other families were um, impacted to a more severe degree than, than my own. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. Um, in terms of 2020 in the town, I think outdoor dining on Leonard Street was probably a high. In a year of not too many highs, I think that was probably the best part of it. And um, as Ed said, I'm, I'm thinking a lot about our small businesses and, and hoping that they survive, trying to do my part of eating out an awful lot, you know, to try to, to support them. So I really feel for the small businesses, I think um, the, the best efforts of government to contain the, the pandemic um, maybe unfairly impacted small businesses, right? Um, Big box stores could be open, but small ones couldn't. That doesn't logically make sense to me. So I really feel for the small businesses. Um, and it was a politically divisive year. And that's all I really wish to say about that. I would hope for 2021 that we become better at listening to one another and that we see true tolerance in our, our discourse. Um, I've seen the political schism divide friendships and families, and, and that's just mind-boggling to me. Um, so we certainly need to see unity in, in, in 2021, and not fake unity, not platitudes, but just having conversations with uh, each other where it's just a conversation. I, I, and I'd like to see the... Uh, Town of Homes return. I find that we've become a town of signs, um, as well-intentioned as they may be. Um, really breaks up the scenery, doesn't it? I mean, I can't see lawns. I don't see green. I see all these blocks everywhere. So um, I'd like a little calm and, and, and return of peaceful nature as we go on our walks, right? Just to go for a walk and enjoy the foliage and then the snow and everything that the beautiful four seasons of New England offers us, as opposed to message, 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 message. I feel like I'm in a cartoon sometimes, you know? Um, so selfishly, 2020 was pretty good for me. And um, I owe a good part of that to um, two organizations and two people. And one is Joanna Tsavoulis, who invited me to contribute to the Belmont Citizen Herald. And if this is reaching people outside of this group, you really should subscribe to the newspaper. Um, a lot of people don't. And I'm amazed at how often I'll talk about an article in the newspaper to someone. They say, oh, we don't get the paper. And I'm like, you know, of all the things we try to conserve money on, why wouldn't you get your local paper, right? It's, it's got information. It's, it's got information about your neighbor and your town government. And it's another way to stay connected. You don't get everything, you know, through the phone. So, Although you um, can on our website, <laughs> Wicked Local Belmont. And what is that URL, Joanna? 
<laughs> Belmont.wickedlocal.com. Thank you. Um, so Joanna offered me an opportunity to um, go out on assignment and interview people, members of our community. And that opportunity has been returned to me um, tenfold in connections, in humanity, in spiritual development. I can't thank you enough for this. I came from a career in technology, which was cold and cubicalized and dystopian. And I'm out meeting people, interviewing by phone, interviewing from a socially distanced desk, you know, and it's, it's just been wonderful. People call me at 10 o'clock at night saying, I just got the article. Thank you so much. And I shared it with my grandchildren. So the human connection you've offered me is indispensable to me. Uh, the other is that I started a career with Caldwell Banker and I have met the most wonderful people there. And um, it's a fantastic organization and it's strengthened my connections to uh, our wonderful town. So yeah, 2020 sucked for so many people. For me, <laughs> not so bad, not so bad. Having That's a good time. Good. That's um, good. And I'm very hopeful for better 2021 for, for all of us. Thank you, John. Thank you so much. And uh, I, I feel the same way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over to Joshua now. Joshua, I'm going to try to pronounce your last name. Mir, Mirvagnus. Mirvagnus. That's excellent. So why don't you introduce yourself and I'm, then um, make your contribution. Okay. I'm Joshua Mirvagnus. I live in Belmont Corner. I moved here in February. So very new. My experience of Belmont so far. And I'm uh, reading a poem by my partner, Lily Tantan, which is one of the greatest gifts of this year. Her poems have sustained me. This is from Travels with the Quarantine Travel Agency. And this is the second poem, The Black Continent. We took our star bodies and we traveled far to India, to Alaska, floating down the Mississippi River, then Zimbabwe, then Chad. At last we were in Nigeria. An elder saw us and stopped, and this is what he said. The black continent is a diamond bleeding. That which bleeds can heal. It is those who do not bleed who are unsalvageable. We were taken to Rwanda next, where many ghosts wandered. One man saw us and stopped. He said, we never thought in Rwanda a genocide could happen again, and yet it did. Is this a genocide that is happening in the West? No, it is a crisis, one that shows pains, areas where beings experience weakness, but the West is not used to showing pain. The West is not used to showing weakness. You hide your pain. Africa knows how to bleed. The West thinks of pain as weakness. Africa thinks of pain as part of mortality. That mortality is given to mankind because that is enough for mankind to comprehend immortality. Wow, deep stuff. I may want a copy of that. I can share it and um, my hope for next year is to have a chance to share this poems and others of hers 
with more people. Did you say it was written by your partner, who's also a Belmont resident? Yes. It could be it could be published in the paper. So we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to turn this over to Tommy Olson. Tommy, you're on. Introduce yourself. Oh, unmute yourself. There you go. Done. Um, Tommy Olson. Uh, I've lived in Belmont almost as long as Ed. Uh, raised four children here. All four of them live in the area. Two, one lives in Belmont, one lives in Watertown, one lives in, in um, Brighton. And my daughter came back from Brooklyn to stay with us during this pandemic, which is I'm extremely grateful for. So that's one of the pluses. I'm really glad that she's here. Although I must say, I was talking to another mother and this has been very hard for the mid twenties. They can't see their old friends, they can't date. Um, this has been really hard. So fortunately we have, uh, we have, my sons have between them five children and they're all under the age of four. So on the plus side, the fact that these guys who have pretty busy careers have been able to be with their children and taking them to apple orchards and, and hiking, um, the closeness that this has engendered, I, I, I think that's great. Um, I mean, I'm trying to focus on the great parts because, frankly, I should give you the negatives at this point. Um, I, what I won't miss, hopefully, uh, well, the first thing is, I have to say this, and I think John touched on it before, I really would like the medical establishment to get their sh stuff together. Because, you know, there, it, there are as many opinions about this virus and what it does to you as there are medical people. And I am really tired of hearing uh, a, a particular draconian uh, approach mouthed by people like Charlie Baker, Governor Cuomo. I really would like them to get, I would like the medical people to stop um, fooling around Look at at the there's a guy, Dr. Mike Hansen on the Internet, who I think does a pretty and he's not political at all. He does a pretty good job of analyzing the virus. So I really would like them to get that together. So because these lockdowns uh, by Charlie and and I guess now in Texas um, and we have a connection to New Orleans and I'll, I'll tell you, I can't go down there. Um, at all because I, I won't have any place to eat. We don't have a kitchen. So that's one of the problems. Um, so the other thing that really bothers me about this is the mask. Some, you mentioned it, Joanna. Um, yes, I think probably I look better with my face covered up to here, but I miss people's smiles. I miss what I see and what I'm a people person. What I see is people look at me and they recoil. And that really bothers me. It goes back to the medical people. Get your stuff together. Let's solve what this really is. We need some therapeutics besides this wonderful vaccine that we don't know is going to work or not work or kill us or whatever. So I, I don't know where that goes. So let me leave that. 
The third thing that bothered me this year was, as you know, I run the Payson Park Music Festival. Yes. With a great deal of contact tracing, um, circles. Um, we were able to get seven of the 11 evening concerts done. But if you think about it, all I was feeling very badly the other day. All my musician friends, um, they have no business. How are they being paid? How are they surviving? You know, they, very tough. They live on the edge to begin with. So, yeah, I, I agree with John. The small businesses, but but you know, we really have the government has put us in this position where there are winners like the big box stores and losers. And I can honestly tell you, the musicians I've had, you know, they they want to play. They want, you know, they don't get paid that much. I don't even pay them that much. So, so 2021, I already said this. I hope our medical establishment uh, professionals uh, get things together, get their stories to straight. I would like an opportunity to go places. I'm a little concerned right now that we're going to be limited in that as well. Um, let me go back to one more interesting. Joanna, you mentioned the birthday part, birthday tra uh, trains. Yes, yes. We had Thanksgiving, just the three of us, my daughter, my husband, and I. But my son bought a heat lamp. And so the following day, we were outside um, having a cocktail party. And I have to say, for the little kids running around, that had to be a whole lot better than being at Nani's house, you know, after Thanksgiving. I, it was it was really, I hope it's a tradition we keep. I mean, as much there as there are a lot of new traditions that I think people will keep it. And those heat lamps are now very hard to come by. <laughs> I think they're two fifty on Amazon, and I I'm waiting to catch a sale. But yeah, but I mean, it was just great. They have the toys, so that's pretty much it. And one thing Thank I want you. to I want to ask um, Josh: Could you find the the name of the color of your wall? It's gorgeous. <laughs> okay, on a side note. <laughs> Well, thank you, Tommy. Thank you very much. And I do hope that 2021, we can have a, a normal Payson Park Music Festival again. I'm hoping I'm starting on to. On the number of people and no circles on the ground. Uh, that was a little weird. But anyway, <laughs> but you did it. And I'm so glad it, it still went off. And I, I had help. I have to do a shout out to. Um, yeah, a lot of great people. Helped. Yeah. The, the recreation department. And, yep. and I. I'm drawing a blank. My buddy who did all the circles. What is his name? Well, let's let's hope that we can do it in 2021. Thank you, Tommy. I'm going to turn it over now to, to Judith and Nani and Sarno. Thank you for joining our Zoom today. And Judith, you could um, introduce yourself to everybody and then share your thoughts on 2020 and hopes for 2021. You are now unmuted. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I enjoyed hearing your points of view. I'm Judith Ananian Sarno. I'm a longtime Belmont resident um, and active in issues that affect residents. I'm a bit of an advocate for residents, neighborhood issues, that sort of thing. 
the first thing I, I'd like to say is that I'm I'm really very grateful um, and I feel privileged. Um, of course, all of the negatives you've all said, I, I agree, it's it's been hard. But again, we're fortunate where we live and um, that we've been able to manage <laughs> during the pandemic. So I appreciate that. Um, one of the things that I wanted to, to focus on is I'm disappointed in this these last 10 months that I feel residents, we've lost a bit of our voices given uh, the pandemic that the, our participation in the public meetings, we only see the elected select board and employees and residents aren't seen. Um, so I've been involved in some public hearings, but if we're fortunate to be called on, we only have have a, a, our voices and not our uh, physical presence. And I think that's a loss uh, for us. So I'm hoping in 2021 that we will get our voices back, we'll be able to participate in our meetings, and we're sort of left out of the equation. Um, I don't know if that makes sense to any of you, if you do. It definitely makes sense to me as someone who covers a lot of these meetings. Yeah. I observed exactly what you said. And I think it's a lot easier for the chairman of these meetings via Zoom to dismiss public comment. Or, you know, just it's much easier via Zoom to just say, well, we don't have time for public comment or you know, let's, you know, we have to move on to the next item on the agenda. Whereas if it was in person and they were standing right in front of you, it's not so easy to do that. And I was very, very, I've been very disappointed um, in some of the things that I've, that I've witnessed. And I even did voice my opinion to the select board about a particular meeting because I was just appalled, <laughs> but you know, it's still happening. So Thank you, Joanna. You understand. And for others, I hope you do join, you know, whether it's planning board or select board meetings. Um, and there I, are positives to Zooms and negatives, definitely. And there are two ways to join Zoom meetings where we can participate. And I, I'm just going to point out that Will Brownsberger does a phenomenal job with Zoom and his meetings residents are uh, and participants are seen, the chats are managed with his staff. And even though there's some um, restriction, he, I think he does a terrific job in using Zoom. Whereas right now, I know the select board needed a little time to get used to the new media, but they chose a format that we're not seeing and we're not able to chat. So thank you, Joanna, you know what I'm talking about. I, I actually joked and said, I feel like we're out in the lobby during a select board meeting with bags over our heads. We aren't able to see who's lined up, how many are lined up. Um, and on a positive note, let me praise the town clerk because when we do our town meeting, which is webinar, the town clerk does a terrific job with transparency by saying there are still eight people lined up at the microphone. Let me give you their names. So 
I'm I'm focusing on that because I know others are talking more personally about about issues, and I wanted to bring it back to um, some of our town issues. And I'd like to see residents get a voice. And for 2021, um, the the other thing I'm just going to mention quickly, I'd feel remiss if I didn't, is that I hope there'll be peace in Armenia and the war that's going on. And I need to to say that's what I'm looking forward to because it's been uh, pretty devastating in Nagorno-Karabakh and Armenia. So thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, Judith. Thank you so much. Um, I hope that you'll be part of future Belmont Buzz meetings like this. And Thank you, Joanne. Maybe we can do them in person in 2021. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Judith, are you ready? Judith, finally. I am. Great. Um, Thank you for your patience. I had a number of things I was going to start with, but I find there are a few things I'd like to respond to. Well, just just make sure you introduce yourself first. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm Judith Finley. I'm a town meeting member from Precinct 6. I am the person who does PR for the Benton Library when we're open, which, of course, we have not been able to be. Um, And I'm on occasion rather outspoken about issues such as having um, the right to 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 speak out on things on on things like changing the civil service rules, um, I will say that I do not expect to stop wearing a mask anytime in the near future. I think it will be at least another year, because the reality is that to inoculate enough people, you have to produce billions of doses of whatever vaccine it is. Mm -hmm. And that's not a simple task. Um, I think the medical, with apologies to Tommy, I love, you know I love you dearly. I think the medical community has done extremely well. I think it will, we will, I'm expecting another lockdown this winter. I hope I'm wrong. But you cannot, until you can get this down and you can get people inoculated, we're going to have to live like this. Now, that said, you know, keep in, I keep telling people, keep in mind that it, in the bubonic plague, there was nothing by way of communication. In the 1918 flu, they barely had the telephone. In the 1950s polio epidemic, there was a lot of telephone, but that was it. Zoom is a huge improvement. Is it great? Perfect? No. But hey, I can see you guys. It's wonderful. And I live alone. I, so the good, what's happened for me that is good is how many people have reached out who have made sure I've stayed connected it's it's that part has been quite. I had no idea people cared, so that part has been really good. Um, twenty twenty one. I hope we get further with this pandemic than I think we're going to. <laughs> um, I I think it will be a very long time before I at least am willing to go to a large meeting. Um, so I I think we all have to work on making the communication channels for that Judith Ananian Sorno was referring to function an awful lot better than they do. 
Um, I think they've done remarkably well for a first time. And yes, I was one of the people who kept pushing to have find out how many of us were online at town meeting. And, and I think the town clerk and, and her staff have done incredibly well. And they've also done incredibly well with elections. Definitely an unusual year for that. <laughs> Remarkably well. Um, so I guess that's where I am. Um, Thank you, Judith. Do you want to wrap that up? Are you wrapping up? Um, well, I hope we all have a decent but safe holiday season. And Thanks. if anyone gets to tell me, say, I told you so because I've, I've been too pessimistic in my projections, I will be overjoyed. And the one other thing, I have a grand, one grandchild in San Francisco. Yeah. We have been doing Zoom well, not so we do telephone from day one. He's just three. And he's finally realized that when he sees me on mommy's phone, I'm real. That's so cute. <laughs> That's really cute. And we got to play peekaboo on the phone. It was it was great fun. Technology. You got to love it. Um, thank you again, Judith. Thank you. will also become a, a regular for our uh, Belmont Buzz monthly uh, show like this. And Nancy, you are up next. Nancy Saris, make sure you introduce yourself. And I will say last but not least, right? I think, Nancy, you are the final one today to talk. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Um, sorry I was late joining. I had an 8.30 that I thought would be over by 9, but it ran a little bit late. Um, I, I just, I want to say I agree with John. We all need to listen. And that, listening to every single one of you, I think you all tapped into something that we have felt during this roller coaster of a year. Um, I think we've all got to do some soul searching. We've had opportunities to do that. Uh, I think we found, uh, at least in my case, we've got uh, my husband and I, it's a second marriage for both of us. So we have um, seven living children uh, to have passed away, unfortunately, for various for cancer and addiction. And us, we have seven that are all either married or with significant others. We have 19 grandchildren and one great grandchild. And I have to tell you, I've always valued family because I don't have my, I, I just have to say that, and we all, every family has their challenges, believe me, I'm not even going to go down that path, but I'm just saying that it really is amazing to me that family that you love, okay, and friends that are not related have really responded very differently this year. And um, I find the family members are obviously, you said it earlier, Tommy, they're consumed with educating their kids. I know that's something I would have gone out of my mind as a single parent and working full time all the time. It would have been really hard. Um, I think that we've all gotten to see each other in very, very different lights. And it shows me how valuable my few close friends are. I have a lot of acquaintances, okay, but I've got a few close friends. And it just really, to me, elevates the importance of having that family, but really having friends that you can talk to openly, rely on. They're not going to pick up the phone and tell everyone else what you just said. They truly are your confidants and they care about you physically and care about you mentally. And in my opinion, we're going to see a lot of uh, mental illness come out of this. I think people are lonely. Uh, I got a mom who refuses to come up north because it's too cold here for her. And she's alone, and I'm worried about her and her health at 87. 
Um, I've got uh, the church responsibilities. I'm the president of the Taxiarchy Church in Watertown. And that has been a real tumultuous time for us. Uh, we're trying to do our best to protect our clergy and ourselves every week. And it's a full-time job. I have to say, if I don't spend 30, 40 hours a week working for or even at, even at the church, it's unusual. Um, so I, and I just, I, in my opinion, and you guys have done a really great job, Ed, John, you guys are great. You're great writers, Joanna. You guys are conveying what I think all of us are feeling. So I'm grateful for that. For $43 a year, John, I think, you know, you couldn't even go out and have lunch for $43. That's all it costs for the Belmont Citizens Herald. It's the oh, best all this free advertising today. $43. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, a, it's ridiculous how people could even consider that expense as, you know, it's just a, to me, a no brainer. Um, Thank you, Nancy. Anyway, I, I just, and I don't, I don't want to, to digress. I certainly don't like things that are depressing. I agree with Tommy. I'm a very positive person. My glass is always overflowing. Um, but I wanted to comment on our town. I've lived here. My husband, George, and I have lived here for 30, about 30 years, maybe a little bit more. And I'm very, very sad about what's happening to Belmont. I'm very concerned. I'm very saddened by it. I no longer trust the people in government. Um, I'm very, I've been involved in some of the meetings and I'm very, very turned off by the fact there's such a level of disconnect. It seems like they're working in their own little, um, little group there and happy about it. They don't seem to care about us. This thing with Patrice Garvin, I'm also part of the other committee, which some of you are part of, uh, Don McKinnon and that whole Belmont group. I encourage all of you to please consider getting involved. Uh, the people what are, committee is that, Nancy? It's um, <clears throat> it's on next door. I can tell you that. It's okay. uh, let me give you the actual name. It's Citizens Concerned Citizens for Belmont. So it's like CR financial, financial It's CFRB. CRFB, right? Mm. That's the official term. I can forward you Dawn's email. <clears throat> Pardon me. That'd be great. I'll send it to Joanna. Joanna, maybe you could send it out to everybody. Um, yeah, this definitely. group is amazing. It's, uh, it's growing every day. Say, tell me what. It's I'm going sorry. to be another group meeting, Zoom meeting, very shortly. So get Dawn's uh, email out because I think they're planning for another Zoom meeting, maybe Saturday. Okay. Are you I'll familiar see. with this group? Is everybody else on the call familiar? Oh, I, how, could I, how could I don't know about it? <laughs> <laughs> Are you familiar with it? About it? Is it a secret group? <laughs> um, no, I just, I think it just kind of took on a life of its own because a few people got together and talked about it. And there's been a, a ton of analysis done on the taxation, the uh, inequities of taxation in our town based on home values. Um, it's really disturbing. The fact, and these are facts, they're not gossip. It's not, you know, these are true facts that have been investigated, verified. Uh, I'm going to send it to you, Joanna, right now because I don't want to forget. Yes, CFRB. And um, this is amazing. These guys are doing a great job. And they we need to really band together. It seems like this situation with, um, with uh, Patrice Garvin, and, you know, I'm all about compensation, okay? I've been working since I was 12 years old. So I'm all about fair comp. What I, what I feel she's being paid at $200,000 a year, it's ridiculous. Now people that are really valuable to our town are leaving um, because of these inequities, because of poor decisions. She's from like Concord, not even Concord. She's from like Bedford Helmsford. or somewhere. 
Chelmsford. You know, and she worked in Shirley. You can't compare Shirley to Belmont. And it just concerns me that when we don't have our own people and call it whatever you want. I don't care what you think I'm, what you, what you think of, I'm saying, but we don't have our own people representing us. How, how are we going to protect our investments? How are we going to protect the value of our families, our and Nancy, homes, the select our neighborhoods? Board, what about what about the select board? Aren't they representing? I've lost confidence in them. Adam Dash is using this opportunity to get to the Senate. Okay, it's not a secret. He thinks he's somehow going to magically catapult himself. Okay, so he's got higher political ambitions. He doesn't care about us. And uh, the other guy, the Italian guy there, I'm sorry, it's not coming to me, Caputo. Okay, nice enough guy, but he's completely, um, you know, just going along with whatever Adam Dash thinks. I like Roy. I like Roy a lot, but I just think we're losing our, we're losing sight of what our real goals are here in this town of homes. I, I think it's a, you know, uh, believe me, I'm not xenophobic. I never have been, but I'm really concerned about what's happening around us. Um, our neighbors. I'm glad you brought up these concerns because it's definitely going to be a lot to talk about in 2021. I, I agree. I think so. Running um, town issues. I, I'm, like I'm sorry. Right. I missed what I missed. What I, I'm just answering you based on what I saw other people say. I missed your criteria for the conversation, but I think we've learned a lot about ourselves. We've learned a lot about our town this year in 2020. Not all good, but we've learned a lot. And we have to be educated in order to make changes. I think we've learned a lot about our family and our friends. I think that to me, I always thought intelligence and beauty, I only have one, the first one of those. I don't have the second. But I always thought intelligence and beauty was so important, okay? It's not. Resilience and faith is important. At least that's my experience this year. Resiliency is a gift that if you have it, you're blessed more than... Uh, than even I could convey, okay? Because these types of things can really bring us down. They can divide us. They can anger us. Very they true. can, uh, I'm sorry, someone just said something to me. No, I just said that's very true. I agree. With it, they, they're, and I think it's created a lot of monsters. It's made people worse. Instead of being united, it's, it's brought out the worst, I think, in a lot of people. And um, I've always hated greed. I think greed is to me one of the most detrimental attributes or whatever you want to call it people could have. And I see a lot of that. I see a lot of uh, lack of fairness, a lack of respect. Um, I, I agree with you about the signs, John. I can't stand walking around. It's kind of like people who keep the Christmas decorations up in February and March. Um, it, I get rid of the signs, stop this stuff. Um, we, we just are losing the value of, of not just value monetarily, but the soul, the heart and soul of what brought us all to Belmont. I'm really concerned about where we're going. And I know it's not utopia, nothing is, but I'm really concerned about our safety. I'm concerned about our well-being as far as our town's concerned. I'm worried about the education. Um, you know, just because we built a big fancy school doesn't mean that we're doing the right things as a town. I, I just am not happy with the way things are going. 2021. We're all here. We're on the call together. What a blessing that is. Okay. We made it. We've made it this far. We pray we keep getting to until a vaccine is there and we have our, our herd um, protection in place, et cetera. I'm nervous about taking the vaccine when it becomes available with asthma. And um, my husband's 79 years old and I'm worried about the two of us. I really am. I'm worried about us a lot. We've had two of our family, our children and their families both experience, all experience COVID. Right. Um, it's, it was really awful. It, it was, um, 
it was really, it was an awful thing. Peter and his family got very sick. Peter, especially my husband's daughter and her family were quite sick. And um, it's, so I think I'm looking very forward to the calendar clicking in a few weeks. I know a lot of us are, are out of time, have to get on to other things. I think we've, we've been at this for about an hour. I want to thank you, Nancy, for all, sharing all your thoughts. And um, we are going to have to do another show because we have so much to talk about, especially related to town issues in 2021. So I will be sending out another Zoom invite for a future show where we can focus more on these town issues that were brought up. And, um, you know, I, I hope that you'll all want to be a part of it. John, I, I'm sorry to see that you have to get going. And Joshua, I know you have to go. I want to thank you all again for taking the time you, to be on the show. And um, again, I, I, I wish I could have done this in person. I wish I could have gone around uh, town and, and interviewed people on the street. I love doing man on the street interviews. So let's hope that maybe I can do that again in 2021, um, hopefully without the mask. But I know we don't know. There's a lot of unknowns. All we all we can do is is just have hope. Hope and faith. Yeah. Hope and faith. <laughs>